Hey everybody, welcome to the Barely Rested Podcast. I am your host, DC, aka Daniel, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kaz. In this podcast, we will highlight the hustle within, the drive that keeps people moving forward ever closer to their dreams and goals, as well as the setbacks and the triumphs along the way. We are proud to be sponsored by Barely Rested Media. Let us help you bring your vision to the world screen, as well as Sophia Lane. Sophia Lane is the place you go for comfy clothing and home decor. Come take a trip down Sophia Lane. And Hashtags Media, we keep your business trending. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I am DC. This is Kaz. What up? Today, we are joined. We have in studio a very special treat. You've seen power couples on TV as well as read about them in Time and Vogue. But to be able to sit down with one is a rare treat. Sitting before us are some of what I call master creators of the media stage. Business builders, proud parents, with fingers in real estate, photography, Facebook, TV, and so much more. Today, we give you the Vandegrifts, Anne and John. Welcome. Power couple. Yeah. Wow, Power was, couple for sure. That was awesome. Like, <laughs> I should really take those notes. I want a copy of that. That was, that was really no, good. I felt really cool about it. I know. Myself. Like, I was proud of my own self there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having us, man. Hey, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, where did this all start? Uh, we could either start with where you born and raised or how you two got together. Um, I don't know. I'll let you kind of take that away. I talk all the time. So, oh, I mean, are we taking it back to the beginning, beginning or just our relationship? Uh, let's start with the relationship. Let's go there. How did you guys meet? I, I friends s- seeking conquer. That's what I got. That's what oh. I was after when um, I met Ann. Ann was on. like, keep it. PG 13, please. And was a, a good person. <laughs> and someone told me that I could never date her. Um, I wasn't the cleanest cut boy around. <laughs> and uh, I was like, challenge accepted three months later, baby. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a fun, fun journey. But yes, we, we started as kids. We started hustling as kids i think we were young she was 18 i think we had our first business literally you were probably 18 we had a business 19 like it was young i don't know well when before you got diagnosed with diabetes i was doing cakes so i was 24 when that happened so you were 20 so yeah we've been in business together since so it's been 17 years we've been no 13 years we've been 12 years together something like that yeah 17 See? 12 yeah <laughs> 17 sounds better feels like 17 sometimes <laughs> <laughs> what keeps the fire lit that redhead over there um no i don't know i think the um the the passion to be something better than most um we're very driven family. That's for sure. There's like, we push to be better and I, I just want to be something better than the average person. That's I think. Right. And and she's never let up. Like she's always pushed to be great too. Who's most supportive? Huh. I don't know. We're in a weird stage in our life where we've, it's like every man for himself, which 
that sounds bad, but it's not. It's really good for us right now because for a long time we were working side by side and that was toxic for us. Mm -hmm. So we had to take a minute and like do our own thing. And I think the conversations we have at home, there's like a support there, but like day to day, it's like, you go do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing. We can collaborate in the evenings. Yeah. And then even sometimes that gets a little heated because he doesn't like me telling him how he should run his business. And if he has critiques on mine, I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy back up. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> we, when we were, when we had both the companies before well, all of our companies before and we failed, we failed together. Right. And so you have to pull yourself out of that hole and that was hard. And, and we learned that where we're at and where we're trying to be, it's, it's good. She does her business and I do my business and we just try to help each other as we go. We don't communicate effectively when it comes to business like i'm black white there is no gray there's no breaking rules like yeah. we do it by the book blah 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 john is like flies by the seat of the pants no preparation and that like gives me <laughs> whoa 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 there's preparation <laughs> he does pretty good though no he's done so like especially with media to social like yeah he's done amazing yes but if we take it back to the car lot days and all that it was real sloppy and not just him both of us like we're learning but um i'm more of a like planner so is this the first time you guys have gone separate out on your own in your own ventures um no No. i think we've always had our own side thing it's just i'm not involved with his stuff like i used to do you like bookkeeping and I don't know, admin stuff. Yeah, for she him was like, when time. we had the car lot and the trucking company, she was on the day to day grind with me. Like every day she came into the office. Right. She helped with staff. Yeah, she, I shut, like I quit my boutique and came for him full time. Yeah. So let's um, stop and explain. What do you do, Ann? Let's talk about what you do. What don't I do? I know, I right? Like, <laughs> I know. Um, well, Superwoman. <laughs> Right now, it's really real estate based. Yeah. Um, I solely do real estate photography right now. Mm-hmm. And then that pairs with actually selling and buying. Right, right. And what do you do, John? Tell us. Um, like, I don't know. I motivate people. <laughs> uh, no, we have a media company that is growing at a rapid rate. It's amazing. Um, so we do social media, marketing, video content lovely partnership with website designs yeah, and very proud to be a part of that um uh seo google and then we own a networking group uh called create connect that helps business owners convert leads with each other and help each other grow so we have two companies that are thriving that's yeah. the group that you have in the morning mm-hmm. in multiple cities so yeah Tell us a little bit more about that. I think it's so uh, growing you know, pretty rapidly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll next month we'll have six full locations. I, I say locations, but that's just the the city. Six, so right. the the town meets. We usually partner with a chamber where business owners meet once a week and exchange information, leads, and they help each other grow. So what I learned when we started building media to social was it's a very high ticket number. Most business owners, solo entrepreneurs, guys with one or two on their team couldn't afford to spend the dollars on marketing. And so with this group, it's a very cost efficient way to learn marketing, learn what's working for other businesses. So these solopreneurs 
can apply to their business. So we help them, we teach them classes, we show them why they need CRMs, why they need good websites, yeah. why they need SEO. And, and um, it's it's been helping businesses absolutely make money and it's been helping personal growth. So it's been fun. So how do people join Create Connect? So they go to this amazing website that we have been <laughs> redesigning. Um, no, but they should really come to a meeting and just see what the atmosphere is. If why business owners need a support team right. to help each other. Like yeah. I think, huh? Community. Yeah. I think that's really? the most important. Well, we're definitely building a community of business owners and, and when somebody finally lets down that wall of like, I can do everything myself because you can't do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm learning from these business owners that they will help each other get to the place. But they have to be open-minded about it and say, Hey, I don't know how to do bookkeeping, but there's a bookkeeper in the group. Right. Can you give me some advice of what I should do? If I can't afford your services, just tell me like, what are the basic steps to get where I can afford your service or you know, I don't know how to hire employees. Well, there might be another guy in the group that's got 20 employees. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And so he knows yeah. he, he it doesn't cost him anything to be like, Hey, I have 20 employees. This is how I hire employees. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, building the community around business owners has been a lot of fun. No, it's such a great group. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. We just had our, our first Christmas party. We had our first toy drive. Uh, we were, well, I wouldn't say we, the guys for the toy drive, they raised $15,000 and, and gave it all to kids. And next year is going to be even bigger. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. But Create Connection is growing. You can go to createabusinessconnection.com and find out more about that. That is true. So can you just show up at the meetings or do you need an invite? No, no it's all free. Um, if you want to learn the training, the back office stuff, the directory, it costs. But yeah, show up to a meeting. Um, the one here in Central Texas... Well, we have Harker Heights launching next month, but Belton um, every Friday, Deadfish Grill. I got to think about all these locations because it's going to be a lot. Lamb Passes meets every Wednesday at 830. Yeah. So it, on the website, it says all the locations. You can go check it out. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a quote on your Facebook that I absolutely love. Oh. I hope you live a life you're proud of. If not, I hope you have the strength to start over again. That's a hell of a comment right there. And wow. with you guys I talking about when your early days to where you are now, how many times did you have to start over? <laughs> what was one of the lessons, <laughs> the best lesson that you learned? I'm going to let you know. answer I don't know. These are one. such good questions. Like, I um, wasn't ready. Um, <laughs> we learned a lot of lessons. I don't think there's one in particular that I can like just remember. There was just a period in our life that like, there was some major rebuilding happening. Like it was like rock bottom. So there was just everything from the foundation up had to be rebuilt. Right. You want to know what I say about that? I feel bad for people that haven't failed. Right. You want to know why? A really, that's a really there's, smart comment. There's yeah. something that me and Ann have that most people don't have is to know what it's like to rebuild from nothing. Well, so many to, people are just scared. They don't even start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. they're too scared oh, yeah. to fail and they never even start. And I think once you fell, it's like, all right, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Like, yeah, it was a big of a deal for a period of time, but it made you more hungry to pick the pieces up and do it right again. Like I remember when our, our car lot failed the first time, like I, we had this little bitty car lot down on second street and 
the bank came and was like, Hey, you owe us 90 grand. And me and Ann didn't have any money. Like we pissed it all away, right? We <laughs> rephrase that, buddy. We're in that together. <laughs> no. We're in that together. That, no. <laughs> Put the chairs down. And uh <laughs> I remember us setting like Blaine it was Blaine, right? We we didn't have McKenzie then. I don't remember. Anyways, we had one of the babies and literally like crying and we're like all right how are we going to do this and we had a couple plays but we worked together for a long time to try to get us out of that uh the worst place that i think i've ever been in mentally and that was a loss i don't even think that one was that big of a deal (laughs) (laughs) do you have one that's a bigger deal (laughs) no i think the trucking company is really what hit us hard just because Mr. Grower over here doesn't want to be patient and grow slow. He wants to grow overnight, exponentially huge. So that one hurt. Like when it, when you fell on a level financially, From a financial level, that point, it was really hard. Right. So. Oh, right. But yeah, no, I feel sorry for people that don't try and fail. You know, we were talking about that. Uh, mm-hmm. It was last episode and people with the security of a nine to five making that leap is just sometimes too big of a, a jump for them just because of the unknown and they don't want to, they're just, they're comfortable in that security. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. really not as secure as you think it is because you're relying on somebody else, you know, at, you with a regular nine to five, yeah. you know, it's a mental thing for sure. Um, I, I, so many people lose their nine to five, but I will tell you being an entrepreneur is the hardest game you've ever going to play in your life. Well, it's definitely not like as kosher as people think, Oh, you own a business. Oh, that means you're (laughs) vacationing all the time. Right. You can just take off every day. No, you're working 10 times harder. And I say that every episode, like you are working 12 hour days, like no matter what, seven days a week. They only see that Tuesday that you're like took off. Yeah. And, and like having a fun day. <laughs> That's the only, they're like, oh, their life's awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. When we were designing the new companies, it was, it was a big deal for me to say, hey, we're not going to work every day of the week. Like the car lot and the trucking company. I feel like literally we work seven days a week. We lived up there and we didn't. Yeah. See. I don't know. I, we we just didn't see the return on like our kids were up there their entire summer. Yeah. I mean, I think I had Ryder in as soon as I got out of the hospital, I was back at work. Right, right. I mean, I worked up until the day I went into labor. Like there was no break. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny now. Like, I mean, we, on Blaine's like eighth birthday, I don't remember. It was one of his birthdays. We were at the car lot until like 2 a.m. Somebody came in from San Antonio and we literally celebrated his birthday at the car lot. Right. And because somebody was driving in to buy our car. And like now it's at like five o'clock. Like we still work. Like it's, it's weird. Like we'll work from the computer, but Ann's calling me at like five or six. Like where you at? Like why are you working so late? Yeah. We're like, time to come home. Our, our, our minimum time at the car lot was like nine, 10 o'clock. Like yeah, that maybe. was just, yeah. yeah. That, that was a normal day. And that's my favorite part about this podcast is everybody we've had so far is says the same thing. You know, yeah. it's you work just all the time just to build what you're trying to build, you know, so the money can eventually work for you and you're not working for the money. So I think you reach a point where you work smarter, and not harder. Right. Like there is time to really grind it out 
but then there's time to go ahead and enjoy that family time and other things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just different the way we work now. And I don't know if it's because the business we're in or if we've just are tired of grinding 24 hours a day, every day. I think that's why I have so many screens because I'm trying to do so much at once. Just you got so a I lot can, of screens. So I can just, it's like the Pentagon. I like screens. <laughs> the more screens, the better. Like you cannot have too many screens. That's please. that's not true. That's that's a lie. I like, love. <laughs> I could have ten screens and be perfectly happy. No. One one thing that I hear, um, usually from people who are who are curious. Yeah. Is there an end goal? You mm. work so hard. Is there a point where you can sit back and relax or is it just, like you said, work smarter? I think there's a point where we might tone it back. But for me, my hobby is business. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. what I, I mean, I do this for fun. Yeah. So this is not just a career. That's it's a, so it's cool. just like a life, a lifestyle. I don't ever see myself waking up one day and be like, mm, I'm let's done. retire. Yeah. I don't. I think we'll be getting into other things at different yeah. stages in our life. You know, it's it's like we said with Gabe, you enter a room of entrepreneurs and there's an invisible current. And if you're sitting still, you're going to stand out. Yeah. Everybody is constantly moving, constantly going mm-hmm. in a direction. Yeah. And you could feel it. I know I can. Anytime I go into a room like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's an end goal. There's a financial dollar that I'm shooting for. It's very large. Um I'm probably more driven than most. But I, um, I had this conversation with one of our guys today. He was asking me kind of the same question, like, what is enough, right? When mm-hmm. I first started Media to Social, I was like, we're only going to work three days a week. That was what my rule was. <laughs> and now I'm like, hey, guys, when the new year starts, we're going back to full time because of so many clients. But uh, we were sitting there last night. And we were watching The Latin with Will Smith. Oh, okay. okay? And uh, me and Ryder, and I was thinking about it. And in, in the movie... One of the guy, the guy, what's uh, what's Aladdin? Okay, Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. <laughs> he he rubs the genie's bottle, and and Will Smith pops out as the genie, and he's like, "Okay, one of my wishes are are gonna be are it's gonna free you," and he's like, "Yeah, right." But once you drink the Kool Aid, you're not gonna free me anymore, right? And it's it's the truth, right? Like you you once you touch it a little bit, you want a little bit more. And yeah. and cool thing about the movie, he ends up turning around and freeing them because he figures out like enough's enough and I just want my friendships. But as an entrepreneur, once you hit a certain point, like if you're driven, at least but like I am, you just want more. I think it also depends. Like me and John are totally different. He is driven by monetary things. I do think. I am more. No. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay, then why do you got Lambos on your on your screens of your computers because I want the story of saying I went from a trailer park kid to being able to give away a Lambo. Cause my, my goal is to give away a Lambo. Like it's not so much to own it. Mm. I want to, I want to, I want to be able to in a financial situation to say, I got the golden nugget, but now I want to give it away. To and me, it's more about, I don't know. I just want to create opportunities for the people I love around me. Same. Yeah. In like, if you've got money, you can help people. If you ain't got money, you can't help nobody. That's true. And so right. like, Same. I right. keep thinking, I, I love giving people gifts and doing that, but that can yep. only go so far if you're not making money. Yeah. And to me, I've been bailed out a hundred times over. I want to be able to bail people out. I want to be able to help them from ground up. 
and um, get on the right track. Because sometimes it takes two, three, four times to <laughs> like eight <laughs> to fail before you realize if I keep doing the same thing, it's not going to, you know, what's that definition that they say? Um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing yeah, over and over again. That was my quote, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so true. So true. But it's just, I don't know why we do the same things and make the same mistakes until one day you just are like, okay, this yeah. isn't working. Yeah. Kind of along the same path. How do morals play in business? Do hmm. they belong? Is it an asset? Is it, you know, is it, what is it? hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. So my old life, this is why we started the company. My old life and who I was before, I didn't like who I was or who I became. And asking for a dollar every time I met somebody was not what I wanted to do in life. And because of that, my morals or what I stood for swerved or curved. And I was somebody that I knew I wasn't wanting to be to, because I thought the dollar was going to fix who I was. Right. And now... I get to be who I actually am. And like, I get to tell people, I get to say no to people and I don't have to lie, cheat or steal to get a dollar ever again. And and I won't swerve. I have, I had a phone call the other day. Somebody offered me $90,000 cash to, to make a decision to do something that I didn't stand for. And I was able to be like, nah, I'm good, bro. Hmm. How'd that make you feel? It, it's empowering. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you definitely you realize you're starting to change and become who you want to be. Once you can say that not a lot of people like me five years ago would be like, y'all I'm in like, you want me to over there right now to pick up the check. <laughs> but I knew that it, it wasn't the right decision on where I wanted to go in my business journey. So I, ha I have a question in regards to like morals and stuff. So as you become more successful, are the people around you changing and their attitudes towards you changing or I don't, this and stay, this I know like, this I do not hang out with certain people. Right. And it's not that I don't like them. It's we can be acquaintances. We can hang yeah. out at a function, but I need people, certain people around me to, that fuel me. Yeah. And if you're going to exhaust me, you're not going to help me. You know what I mean? And like that, that sounds selfish, path. but I don't know. I'm just surrounding myself by people who want to grow, who want to do better, yeah. who have um, a bigger end game in mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know what my end game is, but I'm never going to stop growing. You have one life to live and I'm not going to stay pigeonholed in this little circle of group of friends just because I grew up with them in high school. Right. Right. When I was, when, when I was starting to change and would, and always stuck by this quote, the five people you hang around with, are who you become and it's 100 yep. percent a fact and like literally i can tell you if anybody's going through a struggle of saying i want to be a better person take the five people literally cut those five people out and go find five new people to hang out with and your life's going to change right now it, it could change better it could change worse but if you say hey i'm gonna and and i think a, pe a lot of people at least where i was they don't know how to go find those five people mm -hmm. what's cool about this now is youtube Go find the five people you want to be like on yeah. YouTube yeah. and just say, I'm going to watch those five people. I can't tell you, you can ask him what I do every morning. Like I get up and I go for a run. I'm going to watch YouTube. Like it's going to be psycho. It's going to be some business motivator, but I'm literally trying to mimic who those people are. Who inspires you guys? 
Um, there's a lot of people that inspire me and they all are different parts of my life. When it comes to business, my dad hundred percent inspires me. <laughs> and if there are two quotes he told me over and over and over again was don't settle. Yeah. Don't, I mean, he still tells me that. Yeah. And then he said, if you hang out with the dogs, you catch the fleas. And that is I like, like that. Wow. I like that a lot. It's ingrained in my brain. He said that for years and years and years and years. And I never understood why he didn't have any friends. Like he had friends, but my dad's like Monday through Friday at home. He was in bed by nine. Like there wasn't much of a social life. Mm -hmm. He had some core friends that he did things with or vacationed with, but like he wasn't a socialite at all. And I was like, that's so boring. Like, ew, like I'm never going to do that when I get older. Here I am <laughs> going to bed at eight o'clock and I'm like, we got invited to this. I think I'm going to stay home though. I think we've asked everybody this. What is y'all's morning routine? Because I have some serious issues with this. <laughs> I'm not getting up at two. I can tell you that. I So I'm psycho. I, I, four is easy for me. So like usually I get up at four read, do some online studying, and I do my run. I'm all done by six, like showered, ready to go, days off. I have now been since trying to get up at two, and I've been trying to accomplish. I think I'm going to go to like a 3.30. Um, I was watching and sent me this new podcast that Rob Deerdick is – that oh. no, it's the, his TikTok is so fire right now. Like it inspired yeah. me today. Like I was like, okay, I need to grind harder. And so <laughs> he's he got does, some good advice. He does oh. the three thirty. He's worth like four hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah. And so uh, he does three thirty. So my I'm gonna start trying because two is really hard. Two is on another level hard. So why do you even go to bed? I'm the one up at, at midnight. So I can fall asleep. You know literally, I could probably lay down there and fall asleep. Like oh. lay on this floor and fall asleep. I don't, I don't have, we don't have to have a conversation. I can roll over and I'm done. Oh my God. To be completely honest, my schedule has completely derailed since about October. <laughs> um, I was getting up about 4.30 and doing all the things. Um, big ones for me were reading um, journaling was huge for me to just kind of put down all my thoughts. Yeah. Um, exercising, oh, I, meditation was big. I have like a set thing, but I'm really weird. I go through these spells of like super high, like productiveness. I grind really, really hard, but once, and it typically happens around the same time every year. Like I completely don't derail around October or when that time change happens. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. like I get really overwhelmed and overwhelmed with life, slightly depressed, but I'm not depressed. I don't know how to say that other than like, I, I'm really slow to get moving. Hmm. So it's hard for too me to get out darkness. of bed. I got too much going on and I I think it's just the holidays and everything combined is just oh, a yeah. lot. Mm. I totally understand. And so I normally hit a brick wall about October, but by January, I'm like, okay, I'm over the last few months of being. It's over. It's over. It's time to grind again. Yeah. So I'm kind of hitting that my, point again. My days are better when she gets up earlier in the morning. Yeah. Like. I'm a nicer person. She 100% is a I'm nicer like, person. <laughs> like. It's so frustrating when she And I'm doesn't. not mean. I'm just like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm mean. like a happier like, person. She like, is so oh. much happier when she reads and gets up in the morning. Like It is so And weird. like, she gets things 
way more things done. Like no, like my life full circle is like I'm talking laundry, dishes, making money, whatever. It's all working well. But so as soon as I quit waking up you, early, it you all you did that 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 one time. <laughs> are you an early morning person uh, yeah usually. So he, yeah and so i'm a really good night person but i really but you're not though in the morning you think you are because that's where you feel the most comfortable no not everybody's like us like i, I build five websites after 10 o'clock at night literally see, that's not no. the problem is is your your mind can't your mind can't relax a little bit because come 11 30 or 12 you're still going to be thinking about work You'll have to give your mind some type of break. I've learned this. Yeah. I promise you I can go as long as anybody can go. Like that thing Will Smith says you can get on a treadmill. Yeah. I probably, my fat ass probably can't run all day long, <laughs> but I 100% can work until two, four, five, six. I've done it. But your mind can't grow because all you're doing is thinking about work. So all I've noticed is that successful people get up at ridiculous times in the morning. And I'm like, I have this like, but that's to my I, core I, guilt trip about it. Like, okay, I have to figure this I, I, out. I will tell you this. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think all successful people get up super early, but I do think successful people wake up and they have a process and they, they get things done very early in the day. And spend the rest of Makes the day. Perfect sense. There's I, just a quietness in the morning where yeah. my yeah. mind is so chaotic. If y'all could live in my mind, you'd be exhausted. I think that's probably why I hit a brick wall in October. Like it does not turn off. I lay in bed and I have idea Same. after yeah. idea after idea after idea. And yep. Yep. You know, the people I work with now, because you know, I've been on my own for so long, just me. Yeah. Now I'm with a team of girls they're probably exhausted because I'm spewing these ideas. But sometimes in the morning, <laughs> I'm just, it's just quiet. I have time to kind of invest in myself. And the kids aren't up yet. The kids aren't up yet. It's nice and quiet. I get it. No, I just, I just need to make it happen. Okay. So that's my it, goal. It's a great time my in the morning. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back on it. it. It really is. I get a lot done, but I, I wake up naturally like three 3.30, something yeah. like that, you know. I don't, I don't even set an alarm. Yeah, it's just, I get up and then I got too much energy. At two, I've been setting an alarm. Have you? What time do you Try. go to bed? That's military. That's wild. <laughs> 8.30. <laughs> no, he falls asleep as soon as he gets home. Don't let him lie to you. Yeah, like, like it could be seven. like, set, like, I'm down for some seven, seven, like, I, I mean. Yeah, I, I still have clients texting me at 10 o'clock. You don't think. Oh, I turn my phone on do not disturb because there are some boundaries you've got to. Put so in that's place. it. That's what I haven't done. Expectations. I'm the worst. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Client expectations. I appreciate your advice. I will, I'm going to work on this. <laughs> What's the, the most valuable advice? If your kids were in the same position, what is the most valuable advice that you would give them that you would want them to live? If you're unhappy where you're at, change it. Oh, amen, sister. It is simple. And I think that goes back to my quote. I mean, if you're not brave enough to restart your life, then you're going to live in misery and you get one life to live. And it doesn't matter what everyone around you thinks. It doesn't matter what your mom and dad think. If you're unhappy in it, change. That's yeah. right. That's right. Hmm. I don't know if I have an answer for that. To be honest with you, um, the kids will never be in the situation that I was in. Right. Right. I've yeah. spent, I've spent. Yeah 
every inch, every waking moment trying to show them kids that there's so much more in life than where I came from. And so I don't really have one piece of advice besides don't quit on yourself. That's all you got. Like, just don't, if you don't quit on yourself, you're always going to win no matter what that looks like. I saw a really, I sent a group, a quote. I'm going to pull it up because I really loved it. It said, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. If you work harder on your job, you can make a living. If you work harder on yourself, you can make a fortune. Income seldom exceeds personal development. That's Mm. awesome. I love that. That's awesome. So I think there's a, I mean, even if my kids don't want to be an entrepreneur, there's ways to grow as a person every single day. Right. And I think that's really important to invest in yourself. Right. What's one of the best compliments that you guys have ever received? Huh. I don't know. Bum, bum, bum. I don't feel like giving you compliments all yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So, like, I, uh, I mean, last week I had two ladies that own businesses that cried, literally cried, thanking me. Right. I think the biggest compliment you can receive is what somebody says to their friend about you when you're not around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, who cares what you tell me to my face? Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Thank you for telling me. But when, Mary ask you about me. What does she say? And then there's a point in my life that nobody said anything good because I wasn't a good person. Now nobody can say that I'm a bad person because I know that I give them everything. So I guess the biggest compliment that I receive these days is when somebody tells their friend or family, like I'm the guy, go see that, go see them, go, go to one of their meetings, go talk to them. That's the best compliment I can get. And I think for me is I don't think of a specific compliment. Um, I just have some women who reach out. I'm like, you're such an inspiration. You motivate me. And that like really keeps me going because I just have this drive to around women, especially for some reason to motivate them and push them. So when they're motivated, that excites me. I'll give you one that somebody told me one time that you probably don't even know. So we went, we took, the family camping in Colorado and our kids went over and played with an elderly couple. They got these sticks or lighters and the, the couple was teaching That's them. That's not a dangerous. They were teaching them how to <laughs> yeah, like, like, how to make a fire. Like we're at a campground. And so we were walking around like the campground and the old man came up to me and he said, Hey, there's one thing I want to tell you. Not a lot of families are doing what you're doing. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, most people are divorced or they're not, you know, they, they were talking about God and, and how Blaine was listening to the word and like how are you, and how the kids are listening and they weren't being bad. And I think the biggest accomplishment was like, because I know it's so such a struggle to keep a family together. It's probably the biggest struggle besides business, like keeping your family together is the biggest struggle. And he's like, I'm, I'm happy to see that still happening in the world. Yeah. And it's hard, super, super hard. Like half the time I want to throw punch her. I don't okay. really think <laughs> about it. Hear what I want to do to you then. But that that's that's definitely the other hustle. And I don't want to call it a hustle, but it's hard. like you said, it, it is a constant journey and it has to develop. And I'm not the one to be saying this. I know that, but because oh, it's just you gotta put stuff into it and then sometimes i know me personally i'll hit a wall and 
you know, I'll, this is a white can, but I'm trying to tell you it's a white can and I don't know how to convey that at all. And she's looking at me like, you know, what the hell? I got to cook dinner. What the hell's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? You know? <laughs> and then, you know, it just builds. But I think that communication, no matter how you try and get it out there, as long as you keep trying and then the other person is willing and you both work at, um, at just everything, it seems like, yeah. you know, it just, it's constant, um, I don't want to say art project, but, uh, yeah, you know no, it I mean? is. But oh. one yeah. thing I've, you know, I, if you're unhappy with yourself, you can never make a partnership yeah. work. So if you're investing in yourself, I feel like it naturally like progresses. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's what I see in our relationship. Like you have to. Yeah. Well, what's so special about you guys and inspirational about you guys is you've got two severe entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> and you guys still make it work and you still have this wonderful family. It's inspirational. I love it. Thank you. And I look up to that a lot. So it's a challenge. It is. It's not easy. And we still fight. You're not that, perfect by any means. Texas. She really couple. fights and oh I God, just very difficult as hell. I just <laughs> hang out. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love watching your little videos like on Facebook. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone it's says that they're like, Oh my god, I love out. y'all's banter. Yeah. And it was like, This is real life. Come yeah, from my like house. We only post like 10%. I always what? tell people, I'm like, I really don't hate my husband. I know it comes across like that, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know my I, I don't know. We give each other a lot of I, shit I, I, and that's just how our relationship is. I think it's funner to post that. And like some it's, it's meditated. Some of it's like, we talk about like, we know, like when something happens, I'm like, Oh shit, this is going on Facebook. It's going to kill. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Kind of strategic, but it's funny because our relationship, I think like in the public's view is way different. Like in certain moments, like we have moments or like dinner tonight when we're talking about, like today we both ordered the same book without knowing. Like we, yeah, and yeah, we just yeah, had like yeah, same yeah, like she did. I was like, I was like, babe, I just ordered that. Like literally. And she's like, I ordered it too. She's like, I'll send it back. Like what, how many, there's a million, million books out there. Yeah. We did not know. We listened that, to the same podcast today. And, and, and literally amazing. Okay. And ordered have, the same book. We have really good tender conversations. Like people who know me, I'm a very strong personality. Yeah. <laughs> to say the You're least. not going to walk over me. <laughs> You're, I just, I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm going to take, this sounds bad. No, I'm going to take what I want. That sounds bad because I don't do it in a way that might be offensive to people. But if you're telling me I can't do something, but your reasoning does not make any sense or it's realistic, I'm going to challenge you on it. Like, I'm not just going to say, okay, I won't do that because I don't like confrontation. I'm going to be like, okay, explain to me your reasoning because that makes zero sense. This is why I think this is a good, so I'm kind of, you know, in your face, like I'm not afraid of confrontation or standing up for the things I believe in. Yeah. So I come across like really like a strong personality, but we have these like tender moments where we're like just talking about life and people don't see that because when we're around people, like, I don't know if being around other people amp us up or what, but we'll just like go to town on each other. Like it's a three mile walk together and we just talked. Yeah. So people don't see that part of us. They see the, the, the bantering on Facebook yeah. or, you know, us. <laughs> but what I love about that is like, you talk mad shit to each other, but All you time. know, for sure that like, you just like, 
click stop on the record. You guys are just cool. You know I mean, oh, yeah. I was laughing because everybody and their mom said this is them. But at that Yellowstone moment where Beth yeah. got mad at Rip and yeah. she was like, F you. Yeah. I love you, but F you and yeah. I'll see you yeah. later. Like, that's yeah. like, I feel like our relationship. I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy. I don't <laughs> well, agree yeah, with it's, you. No, it's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, fuck you. I'll see you later. <laughs> it takes this strong connection, though, to make anything work, though, that you guys have going on. And it's uh, it's really nice to see. Thanks. You don't see it very often. So I yeah. like it. It's definitely different. <laughs> And to keep it going. Yeah. You know. It's work. Yes. It's good work. It's good work. Yeah. I think every now and then she slips me in Thailand on PM. That's why I fall asleep early. No. You just <laughs> that's the six o'clock night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. What's coming up in the future for you guys? <laughs> oh, I have full plans of four years to have my own brokerage. Maybe not four years, but I will be getting my brokerage license. And uh, my goal is to create a team of people, mm-hmm. um, whatever that looks like. I don't know how long that looks like. I just know four years I'm qualified to start doing the education and all that stuff. So, so you have to wait four years to do that. I don't know if you have to wait four years. Um, you're not able to get your license until your fourth year of real estate. I don't oh. know when you can start your education and you look into that more. I forgot all the specifics. I think you can start your education before the fourth year, but you can't take your test until minimum of four years. There's all sorts of stipulations in order to get a brokerage license. You have to do so many transactions, this, that, and the other, but right. Mm. Well, your agency will have the best marketing team in the world. Yeah. And who knows? I I mean, I might not (laughs) branch out in four years, but my broker license is definitely right. 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 The goal when I transition to real estate, I'm tired of chasing my tail with real estate photography. Really? It's well, I love it, but it's a lot of work. It is. And for not a lot of money. Yeah. And when I'm thinking long-term and what I want to build, I can't chase my tail and I don't want to be chasing my tail 10 years from now. Yeah. So, um, building a brokerage, having a team of people like to me is a residual income coming in that can build a bigger Mm -hmm. empire. But again, I love where I'm at, but I'm definitely getting my broker's license at some point. Yeah. Cause where you're at right now is going to lead into. Oh, absolutely. Huge things. Yeah. That's cool. Is that, is that on me? It's on I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I know we're taking a brand national. Um, and we're working on that right now. I, I, as long as tomorrow I'm better. I don't know yet. Yeah. So, I mean, where we're at with the companies, I would never imagine in, in a short period of time. So we'll work on this national brand taking everything nationally. We're working on some new contracts right now where we're going to be out of state a lot. Um, Yeah, no, I'm excited, but I don't know where we're going to be in five years. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. I'm excited. You're a part of it. So it's, it's a huge part. I don't know. Someone was asking me the other day, one of the clients, you know, we were talking about web design. I said, look, my web girl, I don't have to do nothing. She's got this. Like, like, uh, I don't know. They're, they're asking about something, but yeah, no, I'm excited where we're going. Such a compliment coming from you. Yep. <laughs> One thing that I ask any guest is who are your childhood heroes? I know both of mine. So. Go ahead. Jesse James. Mm-hmm. 
Why? You know, when I, where I came, not Jesse James, the outlaw, Jesse James, motorcycle builder. Okay. So I've always been into bikes, love them. I don't know. Growing up, I just, I wanted to be a cool dude. Like I, I have some of his same kind of stat tattoos. And, uh, so yeah, Jesse James. Um, yeah, I don't know the other one, but Jesse James childhood. I didn't, I, I had a horrible childhood, so we won't talk about that. Dramatics over here. <laughs> um, I didn't, I'm going to give you three because I have childhood and then I have just one. I think my mom and dad have always been my heroes just because I've seen their struggles on a personal level and to see each one of them overcome their struggles or just to appreciate the sacrifices that were made in my childhood. I think that's important to me and it's always been something that motivated me to like, I take their bad stuff and I'm like, I don't want to do that, but let me like look at their good stuff. And, you know, I just kind of mirror their life. But I think my all time hero is Martha Stewart. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. I just love how she has so many different. Like ventures. Ventures. Like, I love it. I love that. You you know, you should read about her. If you got stories, her story is awesome. I've even read about her. Yeah. And because I am. Yeah. So I, I just like how she was a female who wasn't married and you know she made something of herself now she's got this big empire yeah all of it's her, pretty impressive all of, her sh- all of her shots her videos were shot at her place I she know. had a whole custom studio built at her ranch in she's Oklahoma. Got a oh for her uh, kitchen and all yeah that? all that yeah. all that all those stages she doesn't go out to la she had it all built there they fly to her really i thought that was cool she's got it like on her farm yeah, she's a Plus she hangs huge out with snoop farm. dog like how yeah. cool is that yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's I can see it. I can totally see that. How did you feel when she got locked up? Think she got a raw deal? I think they have to make an example out of someone. Why not do it? Someone who everybody knows. But I think it was the best, I think thing, it was the best thing that happened to her. Look at it like it's crossed her. It's added to her empire because she's got an audience that right. never would have ever paid any attention to her. Right. Now right. she's got that audience, too. It's a thousand percent right. Yeah, wow. everything happens for a reason. Yes, it does. Show sure does. And she overcame that. So when she got out, she just she owned going. it too. Like she wasn't embarrassed. Like she owned it from. That's what I respected the most about the whole situation. Like yeah. she was like makes jokes and about it. I'm, I'm gonna make a pie now. Like I don't. You know? She did a roast or was on a roast with Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yes. And if you hear that yeah, skit, it hilarious. It, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about making her shanks and yeah. all sorts of yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Uh-oh. that's a good. That's a good hero. I like that one. Good answer. I like it. What's the fondest memory you have of each other, if you care to share? Oh, I don't know. Oh, me neither. That's a hard. <laughs> you know, me and Ann been through a lot. Like we've been through the worst and the best, and it's been fun. It's been sad. It's been, you know, brutal in in, in the nicest way, but. I'm excited where we're going together. I don't have like just one memory that's like the best. We've done everything together for a I long time. I can't think of one that sticks out. Yeah, I can't either. Just, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm excited where we're going. That's what I got. We asked this, uh, I think I asked you, has fear ever been a factor 
in any of your endeavors? Has it, obviously it hasn't held you back, but has it been big enough to say, whoa, should we do this or not? Or, you know, has it, has it been um, paralyzing in any way? It's not been paralyzing, but I think after failing to the last time, the level we did, mm-hmm. it does make you stand back, evaluate the situation going into it. Think about, is this practical? Is this going to have a return? What can I do to make this a little bit more secure? Let's have a plan going into it. It, it makes you rethink, not necessarily paralyze you or cause you to second guess. It makes you go in strategically to not make the same mistakes again, if that makes sense. I have from the top of my underarm to the bottom of my ribs tattooed, no fear. <laughs> um Ooh. And so uh, I told myself when I was younger that I didn't, I wouldn't fear anybody. I still to this day, if you're an enemy of mine, I will look you right in the eye and try to shake your hand. I do not care. But I will say after experiencing what we experienced, I wouldn't say fear, but definitely doubt. You definitely second guess like where me, if, if Anne was like, or it it just didn't matter. Like I had an idea. We're going to do it. Don't care what it is. Don't care what it costs. Now I think I'm definitely more calculated. I'm saying no a lot more. And that's not a fear, but that's knowing what could happen or what we could lose. And so I think fear happens later on in life once you've once you've lost everything. Like you 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 realize like, okay, this this could hurt again. I don't want it to. So so the fear of going back there is it's it settles in later on in life. Yeah. So not necessarily fear, but just Educated caution. Yeah. It, so. You know, I, I've said this in our last podcast. Um, failure just is like a scar. You know, it it builds. Um, now I went blank on what I used to yeah, say. Yeah, but I like that analogy. But it's like it's, it's a it's, scar. It's yeah. like that tissue. It's stronger yeah. than it ever was. Right, but it right. started from an injury. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I think just failing and failing in different aspects, like you internalize it and you're like, I'm not going to do that again. So how can I avoid it? I'm going to do better in this area or I'm going to hire someone in this area or. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's very true. Yeah. That says a lot having gone through things together, especially bad times. And you both are sitting here together still when a lot of people, unfortunately, that's when they crumble because the foundation wasn't necessarily as strong as they thought. We did. We crumbled. Yeah. But we, we both made a decision that we weren't, going to let that stick right so right. like you yeah. you did it you thought it was going to be for the best but we're definitely better together you, it's just work to get there and then that that causes another layer of like pain that oh. you have to overcome all the time so yeah you crumble but can can you be on your back look once you're on your back you got no more further to go yeah yeah like yeah. just stand up i mean i took a job four years ago a nine to five out of fear. I, well, I just was like craving some type of stability. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to do it. It lasted three months. It was I was the like, worst three I'm months. not sitting there from 830 to 530 every day making pennies. Yeah. And yeah. half the day is spent on my phone. Yeah. Because there's no work for me to do. Right. Like I'd rather be hustling for three hours making the same amount of money. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. I understand that. Totally. The grass isn't greener for me. Nope, me either. 
could never go back to yeah, it. brown I've hay never been, with me. I've never <laughs> been a corporate person. I've almost been jealous of people who've worked their way up. I just can't. Like, I can't be in that environment. See, I can't. I'm not even jealous of that. Like, I can't even... Well, Imagine. I'm not jealous now, but I used to be like, why can't I just like, like people I would go to high yep. school with would walk out of high school with a management position because yeah. they think, had been there for four years. I'm like, I, I think I get bored. Jealousy that I, th I think we see from time to time, especially from those people that have jobs is a monetary jealousy of like, why don't I have a big house yet? And then I mean, or I being able to clock out at five. Yeah. And, and me and Ann talk about this and all like, the time. And like no work comes home with you clock out at five yeah. and have the weekends with that no work. So, I would be so bored. Like <laughs> I can't even like imagine it's been so long. I just, I can't be like, oh, it's five. I'm going to go pick up the kids and make dinner <laughs> and like watch, you know, I don't know, TV, you know? No, like <laughs> yeah. I just can't. Like I'm, I'm literally cooking Texting client that do, I mean, building a But when you have those hard like, days, crazy. when those bad days happen, you were like, man, that five o'clock job don't sound too bad. <laughs> Not yeah. saying I would do it long term, but like on those really, really, really rough days when everybody. But see, those are the days that you have the freedom of doing that. You can say, oh, look, I'm off right now. <laughs> I'm not answering. Do not disturb. Yeah. yeah. That's that Tuesday that I'm going to take off at five. <laughs> Go have a massage. Mm. <laughs> No, I totally get what you're saying though. Like, it's just, um, I just, I personally don't think I can go back to it. Honestly, oh, I, I would never, I would, yeah. I would figure out another side hustle. If something happened to my other ones. Always. Yeah. Second street. <laughs> it was not funny. You're right. It was not funny at all. So <laughs> do you guys have any holiday traditions that you do with Christmas coming up? I am a Grinch. Really? No, literally, he's the Grinch. Like, no. He makes the holidays not fun. I he's do, sour. man. It sucks. I'm not. I suck at the holidays. So do I'm you getting your, better. Just wear your Grinch outfit all the time. I would. <laughs> I would. My family has a lot of traditions. We yeah. do a big Christmas Eve, like, game night slash get-together. So, like, all of our inter intermediate, is that right? Intermediate yeah. family? Yeah comes together so we have a big group of people and we eat and we just hang out um we do christmas breakfast at my dad's house and then i'll go see my mom too your mom's super cool by the way mom's a mess she, but i love her she's super <laughs> cool i enjoyed working with her <laughs> she's working for uh salesforce now I meant to tell you Are that. Are you serious? I meant oh, to yeah, tell you that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I meant to tell you that. Yeah. Now you tell I know. Me. I meant to she tell you. She, really like, she got out. Anyways, let's not talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh, my God. Anyway, she's, she's so If they only knew the struggle that we went through oh, yeah. about this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's rocking and rolling. She's still cool. I she's like a hustler, her. too, in her so, own yes, way. Yeah. Christmas is a, is a weird time. For him. We did. Are you a Grinch sure. too? Me? Nah. -uh. I've gotten better at it. Yeah. Um, there was a time in my life when uh, Christmas was. Oh man, um, everything was last minute. So I would, you know, shop for my boy at like uh, the last hour before closing on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then you know, life at that time was pretty hectic for me. Uh, so I've gotten to enjoy it. Um, I like it. 
Uh, I miss uh, family that's gone, uh, like my mom and things, you know. She used to have traditions and stuff. And then uh, I'd always get a can of Almond Roca every Christmas and socks. Yep. You know? And, uh, you know, as I got older, I was like, ah, why the hell do I get this? But I miss, yeah, I miss yeah, it a lot. Yeah, you, know? you appreciate it. I'll uh, just send you some socks and some Almond Roca. <laughs> I don't even know what that I'll, other one I'll is. crack my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I've gotten better. I, I like the lights, the atmosphere. I wish it was longer than a month, you know? Yep. But uh, it's been, uh, holidays are pretty good, so. It's good. Yeah. Well, like this year, it went by incredibly fast. No, like, I, I know we it. say that every year, but literally, I don't even know where it's. It went from summer to Christmas, like overnight. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, why is there Christmas decorations on Walmart right now? Oh, shit. It's November. And now <laughs> it's, uh, what is it? Valentine's Day. They're starting to stock up. They already have Valentine's Day out? Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah. forgot no. what store I went in and they were starting to, to put up that stuff. It's like, God, it's not even over yet, you know? Yeah, they don't even let you enjoy like one holiday until it's the next holiday. It's like crazy. Yeah. I'd like to create some new traditions. So yeah. this year, it was the first time that I was able, like we gave back fi from a financial dollar more than a, we've ever given, like ever. Doesn't that feel and good? And that was really cool. Like yeah. I got a picture of one of the kids that we supported. Oh, you cry. His face was so happy. Yeah. yeah. So like I got a picture of that kid and then we we just gave away some bikes. Uh, and then so next year, my, my plan is just to give. And maybe that will put me in a better mood. But I don't like Christmas. I don't like the holidays. Doing that is very special. And I say that because I was one of those kids. Yeah. I was one that used to receive gifts and, and stuff like that through different organizations. So I know personally it makes a difference. Yeah. So. Um, and so that was probably literally that picture was one of the best Christmas presents that I got this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. I know I had to, jo I had to call Josh and I had to be like, look, is it too late? I know I'm late to the game. I've had a lot going on. Like, do you got any names for me? And he's like, yeah, totally. Like, here you go. Well, like, we were going through and one of the kids asked for love. Oh, you know? I know you told me that I would have wow. cried my eyes And I'm out. like, wow. what? Like, how I, I can I adopt you? Like, yeah. <laughs> do you want to live oh, with us? Like, yeah. Or and, they, and so like, you know what I mean? When a kid asks for love, like, I can't, I can't do anything for that, but I now can buy them things. If that yeah. will fill that void for a day, shit, take my paycheck. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And then you had that one kid that was like, I just need a tool set so I can fix my dad's lawnmower. Um, like, it's just, oh, the things we take for granted, you know? Yeah. Like, so, very, very true. It's not very too late to start your, new, your own traditions. We have lots of true. traditions. Yeah. We do a lot of stuff. We the, do a lot of stuff. Y'all yeah, are so active. Like, you're like mom of the year. I'm no, like, you're mom of the year. Oh, whatever. I'm like, Kristen's with these kids running around her house. I'm like, how are you not going crazy? I'm like, <laughs> cheers. No, I'm just kidding. No, I let him go crazy. Like, if Daniel's here, I don't let him go as crazy because I don't want Daniel to think that I'm like the friend mom. <laughs> but when he's not here, I'm the friend mom. You know, I let him go crazy and we go to the gas station and buy a bunch of junk food. And then, you know, I send him home to you. All wired up. <laughs> My kids are hyper all the time. So. Oh, yeah. They nonstop. <laughs> as long as they're safe and like not giving me a migraine, I'm fine. Like, see the not. way my square footage is set up at my house. <laughs> it doesn't allow for a lot of that. I'm like, um, I can hear you. 
I don't want to hear you. Be quiet. <laughs> no, but Sophia, God, Mackenzie kept saying, stop screaming. Cause Sophia screams like a crazy kid. Like she's and deaf. I'm like, stop. <laughs> I said, if you scream one more time, I'm taking her home. And so Mackenzie's like, Sophia, stop screaming. Stop screaming right now. <laughs> She's trying to then, then it becomes Mackenzie's responsibility. <laughs> For the oh listeners, God, our kids, our daughter and their daughter are good friends. Yes. Yeah. yes. And I love that. I love that they're good friends. <laughs> when you hear something funny, what Mackenzie said when I was oh taking gosh. her home yesterday. I'm scared. She goes, so you know I'm the manager at Media Social, right? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> she thinks she, she said. She said, um, dad, how I need to go meet the new guys and approve. And I'm like, babe, they're already Did she high. say that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, funny story is so Kristen got us these, you guys can't see it, but these amazing sweaters or hoodies. <laughs> and she got everybody in the office one. And so I don't know if you know this. Caleb, it's not Drew. You wrote to Drew. Well, can you like Sharpie that out? I just yanked the tag off because I felt oh, bad. Good, good, good. <laughs> I went back to the emails that needed to be created and Drew was one of them. Did I say Drew? Yeah. Oh, no. See, see that? That's your yeah, fault. Yeah, it probably is my fault. All right, Caleb. My bad, bro. <laughs> but so Mackenzie was like, I can't fire Ben. Um, and she goes, and I never fire you, but I'm the manager. <laughs> and I was like. She thinks she runs stuff, but she needs to run on how to clean up her room. Oh, oh. Let Maybe me know if you right. that a whole out. different yeah, episode. She, if she learns what else that, you got? she has someone else to teach that. So last question. No. <laughs> What is it that you wish I would have asked? And if I did, how would you have answered it? Hmm. It's kind of a good question. What do you wish I would have asked you? And how would you have answered it? This is when we play the Jeopardy song. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I got, uh, just because it's, it's me and her, I, I wish you'd. Can, okay. So here's a question. Can you make a life with your partner in business and in life? <gasps> and you didn't ask that. That's and, and you were asking a question on like, you were you were having both of us on. And I think the answer is yes, but understand each other's boundaries and know, don't know, but give her room to grow and give yourself room to grow. And eventually you will come together. Give each other enough space to be better push them because she's always pushing me. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, know that it's all out of love and nothing more. So. What a great answer. Yeah. I don't really know. That was a good answer. That was a good, a good one. I don't really know. First time doing this. I'll be here. All week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mister, call me man. Well, I'll tell you what. It was really good having everybody on. Thanks for having us on. And uh, it, it was great to be able to sit down and talk to you guys. What's your contact information? Anybody wants to get a hold of you, your endeavors, anything? Annvandergriff.com. Yeah. That's where you can find everybody over at Ann Vandergriff. What? No, I, I don't. I'm here. I'll be He's on social. I'll be, I'll be on media. social media, media somewhere. There you go. Go find Ann. She's, she's the amazing on one. The most. If you need to get a hold of me and get a hold of Kristen or Ann, either one of these beautiful women um, can get a hold of me. Just call us. Yeah. yeah. That's the way you're going to get such a better answer. <laughs> phones on. Do not disturb. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being on. This was the barely rested podcast until next time. Have a good night.
late. 